Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about what we do when athletes don't get better. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am up at Champion PT and Performance, Austin, Massachusetts, with our crew of physical therapists and strength coaches answering your questions. If you have anything you want to ask us, don't hesitate. Reach on out. Head to MikeReynolds.com. Click on that podcast link, and you can keep asking us questions. Um, we let me see. Let's. I'll go through intros and then Len. We can we can introduce the students as usual. Let's go. We're gonna mix it up a little bit. We're gonna go Lisa Russell, Dave Tilly, Dan Pope, Mike Scuduto, Dewesh Podell, and Lenny Macrina. Hello, and my dog, Len Mac PT seven. Did I just give out all your email addresses? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I accidentally. I, I, <laughs> at AOL, at Hotmail, at Gmail. <laughs> I, I have a Netscape Earthlink. I mean, there's so many ones that I have all those. That's awesome. Len, who do we have for students today asking our questions? We, we have a triumvirate. Is that the term, Scudito? You know that random triumvirate uh, of, of, of people. Uh, we have Johnny Herrera, who's in the, in the forefront, the foreground. He's from Regis. Is it Regis College or Regis University? Do we know? Do we know the difference? And I don't know which one. It's the one in Colorado, not the one in Boston. So Johnny Herrera is from Regis. I'm gonna go University because it usually sounds more educated. Because uh, Johnny's very educated. Uh, we also have Ray Stotzer uh, in the back there uh, wearing the black pullover. They probably can't hear me. There he is. There, uh, there he is. Ray is from UAB down in Birmingham, Alabama. And we have Eric King, who comes to us from Franklin Pierce in Arizona, not the New Hampshire campus. Wow. it's a lot, dude. A lot. A lot. That's, that's crazy right now. Yeah. I like it. So Regis, that's the salon one, right? So it's like hair design, nails, and physical therapy. <laughs> that, that's, that's what they do at Regis. I hope your professors aren't listening. <laughs> um, I don't know why I always think that about Regis. But anyway, Johnny, what do we have for a question today? And I'm just going to preemptively let you know that you're muted. Thanks. He's from Tampa wants to know, do you ever have athletes who don't get better with conservative care? Fantastic. All right. Thanks, so, Johnny. What, Appreciate what, it. What do you do? <laughs> All right, that's awesome. So Hayes from Tampa says, do you ever have athletes who don't get better with conservative care? If so, what do you do? I like this question. This is pretty good. Right, because this is this is the humble pie question, right? Um, <laughs> I, I'll start off and just say like, no, 
All my right. people <laughs> always get better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, who, who wants to take this one on? I mean, I, I, to answer your question, Hayes, just briefly, and then maybe we can all kind of elaborate on this a little bit of maybe why, why we see this, why it happens, and what we can do about it. But, um, yeah, as, as you get more and more into your career, you're going to realize that, I mean, we can't fix everything, right? We, we do a really good job putting people in position to succeed, but sometimes they're either too far along the lines or sometimes they just don't help themselves, right? And that's kind of part of the problem sometimes too. So I'll say, yeah, of course we, we definitely deal with that. Um, let's see, did anybody have any experiences or anything they want to share about like maybe, maybe why this happens? Who wants to jump in first? I guess I'll say a little bit. (laughs) One at a time. Okay. All right. Well, you're up, Pope. (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess kind of as a a new grad, you really want to help people as much as possible. Um, so when someone's not making the progress you want, it's really upsetting, you know, I think what's important to keep in mind, uh, first and foremost, is that a lot of these conditions, A, they take longer to get better than you may think, right? So many months, oftentimes, traditional physical therapy, maybe that's four to six weeks, how many people are going to get better during that time. The second piece is, what does better mean? Oftentimes, better doesn't mean you have a complete resolution of symptoms, but you make some sort of improvement. So I think that's probably the first thing to keep in mind. Before you start saying, okay, I failed, I did something wrong, this person needs to get surgery or something along those lines. So I like it. That makes sense. And I and and, and good point right there. I mean, like better doesn't necessarily mean a hundred percent sometimes, especially if you're an athlete getting ready for a season or in season, right? There there's probably some challenging um, you know, stress that they're dealing with on their body. Sometimes better is just getting them to be able to perform again. So uh, who else? Who wants to jump in? Lisa, was that? Did, did oh, you yeah, Lisa, sure. do it. <laughs> um, I mean, even it just can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, just like a simple example, even just last week, I had like a high school athlete come in who was looking for help with some knee pain, right? And he had history of Oscar Slaughter's, and like his tibial tuberosity was pretty thick. Like he had like some really big bony overgrowth there. And he was like looking for help with this knee pain of like, Oh, you know, sometimes I like bump it on a corner and it really hurts. And I was like, well, I, I can't change that. Like that's bone. I can't like, I can't change that, you know? So just, uh, I feel like I've learned to try and let somebody know, like uh, essentially like I can help you with, you know, this bubble of things, but like, if it's a bony thing or a, you know, something that would require like a surgical change if you really wanted it, like, I'm not going to be able to do anything there. Um, and, you know, it was like a, a super simple, like, I mean, PT is just not going to change that kind of pain, right? So, um, and yeah, that was just recently. So just a simple example. Yeah, good point. I mean, so we can't change a lot of people's anatomy sometimes. So I think that's a good second second thought process here. Sometimes anatomically, you know, if if you have uh, you know, some predisposed anatomical, you know, position. So maybe, you know, an alignment issue with your hips or something and you choose a sport that happens to just butt bone into bone, for example. I mean, that's that's something that we're gonna have a, a very difficult time uh doing. Um, who else? Who else has anything on here? What do you got, Len? Yeah, I mean, I, I treat a lot, and probably Scududo too can probably uh, talk as well. But we treat a lot of baseball, obviously. So we do a lot of non-op, or you know, trying to be non-op Tommy John injuries or labral tears in their shoulder. And um, you know, once I had somebody present to me, and the doc's like, "No, go to PT. You know, there's a way that we can avoid surgery. Um, we got to set up a game plan ahead of time." So I think that's key for this person is 
you know, what is, what, what are you trying to achieve in during this rehab and how much time do you think we have? And then you get to plan out if we don't hit our goals, meaning pain-free, whatever, throwing or whatever it is, then you need to have a date where you need to potentially have like that conversation where maybe we're sending you back to the doctor. So for us, I'm planning ahead. If I can get you to this point and throw, then, and you're pain-free, then you're good. But if you're still having pain at this time and we have a surgery, I can save your next season or your next whatever you're trying to get to because I know it's going to take nine to 12 months of rehab. So you're not going to see that with an ACL too much. Although people talk about uh, copers and non-copers, but for us, uh, the UCLs of the elbow and the labrums of the shoulder, we are coming up with a strategy, what we found in our objective measurements. You had some obvious weakness. You had some pain because you were overdoing it. Maybe it was a volume issue or you're doing you know, a new program, some weighted balls or something. And then we break it down and come up with a game plan for them and, and create smaller goals so we can hit that. And if not, we have a, almost a drop dead date so we can get you ready for the next season. Yeah. And oftentimes it doesn't work, right, Len? Because, maybe, right. you know, st- structurally, yeah. maybe you, you damage your ligament so much that it's just beyond yeah. the point where it's, you know, it's going to heal. So, yeah. Um, yeah. awesome. What, what's up, Dave? What do you think? What do you, what do you, uh, yeah, I think kind of this is uh, unfortunately an elephant in the room for my sport, for gymnastics. But Lisa was talking about things you can control versus things you can't control. Well, you can't control their people, right? Like, I, I have a lot of uh, dead ends where, you know, in my heart, I realize that the the gym they're a part of, the coach they're working under, the parents' influence and that kind of stuff is like they need to change maybe like their thoughts about how much they train and how many reps they do and their strength and conditioning. And like, it's such a, a hard conversation to have. But there's been times when I'm just like, well, until we really have a co- hard conversation about why you're training six days a week and five hours a day and you don't want to do anything in the off season but do gymnastics, like this is a really hard uphill battle. So as a young new grad, like, uh, like Dan said, I wanted to kind of save everybody and see if I could like change the world. And you quickly realize that some people just aren't open to hearing what you have to say. And so, I mean, we have great systems, I think at champion and still people just refuse to have an open ear. So you got to realize like, okay, I've done all that I can and I'll help you out. But you know, I think there's a bigger fish to fry here. I like that. And you know, I think the only other thing I'd add just like briefly, just to kind of, I guess, wrap it up here is that oftentimes when we're dealing with athletes that are having an an issue, we're not just completely shutting them down and like rehabbing them at this like really low baseline with just infinite amount of time. Oftentimes we're either trying to, to, to flirt with that line of, of injury, right? Where we're trying to get them back as fast and as safely as we can, but we're flirting with as fast as we can, right? That's kind of sometimes the most important thing that we do. So sometimes we kind of, we, we, we kind of dip into that too much. So kind of like what Dan, said it you know at the beginning of this a little bit here is just you know some sometimes where you know we have to define what's better i guess is is the question but you know something to kind of uh to keep in mind so um great question i think that was uh you know i think that it was super helpful because i think a lot of people probably deal with that and i think a lot of people early in their careers are very self-conscious of that right they feel bad like that we can't help everybody but um just remember even you know even the progress that you make with somebody even if they don't fully resolve their issues is probably some pretty substantial progress for them. If they end up having surgery or something, it's going to make their post-operative uh, success rate probably even higher. So uh, lots of benefits still from doing that sort of stuff. So um, so awesome question, Hazer. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for submitting one. If you have a question like that, please head to MikeRound.com, click on that podcast link and keep asking away. Please, again, iTunes, Spotify, head there, rate, review, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.